What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the... the game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. Where I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, yeah, buddy. Thank you, Rick Regan. Welcome into hour two of the RP Show, your favorite daytime sports talk show, rocking in the free world here and. Hot and sunny South Florida, 29 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that works out to Fahrenheit, around 84 or something. Here in hour two, for those that don't know, we've put hour one to bed, and we kind of look forward to what's going on in the world of sports tonight. Darren Moose DuPont is with us on Halloween. If you didn't notice, episode number 1110 is at hand. There he is. You did not change, huh? Didn't want to change. You wanted to stay. Are you going trick or treating in that, Moose? Are you going trick or treating in that? Yeah, do you think, uh, what would be your reaction if a 36 year old man in overalls showed up at your door? I would slam the door in your face and run. I would say, How much for the pizza? That would be yes. Um, yeah. Bill Edwards uh, writes in from the Queen City, where we're very big in the Queen City. 902-518-3033. 902-518-3033. He texts in and says, Darren is dressed like the Moonshiners show star. What is the Moonshiners? What channel is it on our streaming platform? I wouldn't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. Somebody's got to do a search and throw a picture in the chat or on the text line. I don't know what that is. You know, we, we went so fast in hour one in the quick six which we normally do. We didn't spend a lot of time on this, but I think it's important that we do. You know, back in the day before you were even born, there were only X amount of channels and X amount of leagues and options available to us. And, you know, we talked about the World Series. Game three is tonight. Texas leads the Arizona Diamondbacks two games to one going into game four tonight at Chase Field in Arizona. Back then, we all watched the World Series because what else was on? We only got hockey games on one night a week. Do, do you remember? Are you old enough? For folks that don't know, Darren was born in 1987. Like, it was huge news when they went to a doubleheader, which I believe was in 97. Um, with all the options now, it's not that big of a deal to say that game one of this World Series was the lowest viewed game one in world series history since they've been tracking it because there's so many other things on television now that's not a you know people that's my point people are writing in and they have a lot to say about that i mean all the options and the content that's available uh it's a wonder they have any ratings at all when you think about it man yeah like look at when i was a kid i thought i was the hockey nut 
because I would sit down at 5.30 for Hockey Night in Canada. I'd watch that whole game, and I'd stay up for a second game. Okay, that's how much I loved hockey. Now, you got to watch it in the afternoon. you got to watch it in the night. you got to watch it at late night. Football, you watch it from, you know, noon or 11 a.m. with the pregame shows all the way until midnight. You know, all day, all night, then the next night. Like, um, it's just overload with how much there is available. And you're right. Like, the ratings, of course, you know, it's not like the ratings necessarily went down. They were just spread out amongst more things, just like you said. Well, I'm at least open-minded enough to listen to what people are saying and try and find a way. And believe me, I will find a way. 40 years ago, it would have been a lot easier to morph the Florida crowd and the Game Plus RP show common uh, show, but there's more options now. They're like, they want to hear about their teams here. And so yeah. that's why we started the Cats and Bolts podcast, and that's going really well because there's a lot of Panthers and Lightning fans, which incidentally, for last night's NHL games, now you can watch your own team's games every flipping game. You never used to be able to do that. I mean, I read the article in the Regina Leader Post yesterday about the attendance for the Regina Pats hockey team, which we all knew was coming. As soon as Connor Bedard left, the attendance was going to drop. But I see the president of the hockey team, who's a very good guy, he's saying, yeah, we're about on track where we normally are. <coughs> <laughs> but what's he going to say? I guess. But Connor Bedard was playing with Chicago at Vegas that same night as the Pats were home Friday night. What are you going to do? Bedard had all these legion of fans. I'd rather watch Bedard. And again, 20 years ago, that Panthers game at Boston last night wouldn't have been on television. So I'd have been watching the World Series. But guess what? It was on television. So I watched the Florida Panthers blow a 2-0 lead at Boston and lose 3-2 in overtime. And guess what I'm doing today with the interactive nature of the world? I'm going back and forth with Florida Panthers fans and media about the Panthers' 3-on-3 overtime strategy and how that needs to change. Frankly, Bomber Boy in Calgary writes in and says... Uh, he says the fan interaction is what makes the RP show elite. The Rod Squad is blessed. Thanks, Moose and RP. That's the thing. We can all come together and talk about our favorite teams and leagues together. That's what we do. Yeah. But we've spent enough time on the struggles of the Flames and, uh, and, and, and what other we're going to move on. I mean, we talked about the Winnipeg Jets losing in overtime last night to the New York Rangers. Uh, what was it? Was it 3-2 or 4-3? Either way, I think a point lost to a non-conference team like the Rangers is not that big of a deal to the Jets, and the fans there don't seem to be overly upset. And I get the, uh, the gal Rhonda writing in. She wants to talk about the World Series, but I didn't even watch it. So there's a lot of other shows talking World Series. I appreciate that she's into it. I'm just not really into it. And before I move on to throw protectors and neck guards, do you have any other thoughts? Before I move on, because I covered a lot there, Moose. No, you covered a lot. I think that's great. And, you know, I don't know how much opportunity there's going to be the rest of the show, but the one other, if you want to throw something else into the mix, um, haven't talked a lot of college football in a little while, but one other wrinkle on Halloween is the college football playoff for the first time is going to release their top four in the playoff, their rankings right now. So there's a lot of talk about what their rankings will be because ah. they'll differ from the AP 25. We're incredibly inclusive and clearly diverse on this show. But it dawned on me about two weeks ago, I was like, all oh, college football did was just give me something to do until hockey started. Yeah. I'm not spending as much time on collegepressbox.com. And I go to every single Panthers game. I follow the lightning as much as I can. Now, our poll question, as we talked about earlier, which is brought to you daily by Key Auto Group. And by the way, the Key Auto Group is driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca. For automotive excellence, the question today is, should neck guards be mandatory at the pro and junior level in hockey? Just to bring this all back, I am not going to let go control of this show because it is the rod peterson show and what's never changed is that we are the view 
for sports fans. Coffee table discussion every day. That's it. You can come in and sit down at the coffee table, but the majority rules. And I think it is with Adam Johnson having his throat slashed on the weekend by a skate. I'm frankly disgusted about the media coverage that there's a police investigation that this was not an accident. Just, uh, I don't get triggered or as upset as I used to. I found a way to not. But that's dumb and it's an insult to him. It's unfair to the opposition that night. One thing I really liked that they did was that last night in Pittsburgh, or the night before, Darren, where instead of a moment of silence, the announcer at PBG Paints Arena said, let's give him one last cheer. And the roof went off the place. Did you see that? What a way to do things. So cool. That's so cool. Different. Um, it stands out. It's memorable. Um, that's pretty cool. And for the family and anybody who was watching that, they'll remember that for a long time. Pretty emotional. Well, you said the people, this is what sets this show apart from every other one. The Rod Peterson show and Darren dressed as a male stripper. You're not going to see that everywhere today. Thank God. <laughs> But I watch at the Panthers games, I sit with Bill Lindsay's dad, Junie. Okay, he's 92 and he fought in the Korean War. I've got a point. Every single game, they honor the military of the game. And you know, if you watch this show regularly, I say I get very upset at the people that don't get their fat ass out of their chair and stand up to applaud all veterans in attendance and specifically the one that night that they're honoring. So the other night, they had a 100-year-old military vet. He's in a wheelchair. He had his family around him. And I turned to Junie, who's 92, from Big Fork, Montana. And he's an American, obviously, as is his wife. She's from Alabama. We've really gotten to know each other. And I said, Junie, that guy would think you're a young whippersnapper. And uh, he goes, not many of those guys left. So anyways, Darren, I don't know what you would do. Tell me what you think I would do. The place goes nuts. Standing ovation. <sighs> his kids help him. They put one arm under his armpit, and they lift him up so he can stand up. And He stands at 100. And these jack wagons, not all of them, but some in the press box didn't even stand. They didn't even look too busy with their nose and typing like this. I could have strangled the sons of bitches. 111 Eastern, 1111 Mountain. Like what? I know. Again, talked myself down, didn't get triggered, but I'm like, you can't get off your ass. Guy's 100, fought so you can sit there and be a lazy turd. And he's getting up, but you won't? Oh my God. Right or wrong here? <laughs> the anger is right. I mean, it's just, you know, have some respect, stand applaud, stand for the anthem, do those things, right? Just because you're not, this is you're behind, you know, the glass or you're up in a press box or in a suite and you're not in, a, uh, in the stands in a seat doesn't mean you shouldn't stand and, and be respectful in these moments. I think uh, pay attention to those things. I agree with you. It's all I could do. Thank God I got good friends that calmed me down. Because the old like I'm at the point would have not only said something, I would have laid a hand on them. Go ahead. You're at the point. Yes. Well, the other, the other part of that is, is uh, walking the concourse when the anthem's playing. Do you stop or do you keep walking? Well, if you can hear the anthem and you're in the building, I think common courtesy would be to stop and take your hat off and wait till the anthem's done. Right? Um, you're in the building. Why not? But you see people, you know, still walk into their seats. You don't stop in the aisle. When the anthem plays, you usually stop and take your hat off and show some respect. I'm smiling because I, I <laughs> Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in. He says, the press box at any sporting event is a strange place. What's the worst unwritten rule of the press box or written rule? It's that you can't cheer. But the thing is, I don't care. And if you have a problem in any arena that I'm in in the press box, just ask me to leave and I will. And they never do. But here's me and Junie sitting together, and when the Panthers score, we both jump up. Yeah! 
We don't care because it's been established long ago that the rest of the media, a lot of them don't even like me. And I just, I don't care because I've understood why that is. So I'm going to cheer. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And if that is a problem, just ask me to leave because they never, ever do. This dawned on me the other day. And again, going off on a bit of a tangent, but that's okay because this is entertaining stuff. It's at least entertaining to me and that's all that matters. You know, we talked about how you used to have to pay your dues in this business. And you don't have to pay your dues anymore. That's fine. It's like you look a certain way, you talk a certain way. We're going to pluck you out and put you in this role. Doesn't matter that you didn't pay your dues. That doesn't bother me anymore. Because you and I talked on the phone this morning about the rest of the media is upset at all the scoops that I'm getting in a variety of ways. Whether it's the Rough Riders head coach or who's going to be the next GM of whatever NHL team, whatever. You can check a box or, you know, satisfy some political statement by putting this person in that role. But that does not account for the fact that that person didn't ride six hours side by side with the coach on a bus from Prince George to Kamloops in the middle of the night. Or didn't drive five and a half hours to go speak at a banquet with that coach and back. Or have each other's back in a disagreement in a Vancouver alley behind a nightclub. Do you know what I mean? That's the ties that bind in this business. So it doesn't bother me anymore. It's not exclusive anymore to be a highfalutin play-by-play person. Anybody can get that job now. We're seeing it. But the relationships that are built by paying your dues are irreplaceable. Sorry. You're right. You're right. And in, it's the relationship business, right? Um, you can have the opportunity and the job, but to excel, those are things that matter. And they'll never be able to take away relationships from anybody. Period. That's the point. Chad in Lethbridge writes in, he says, I love the rant, Roddy. Respect those who fought for us and made our country free. It's too bad the world is the way it is today. Us Sasky boys have been raised right. Well, you know, Don Cherry's from Kingston, Ontario. He lost his job over a similar rant. And the thing is, it's, it's uh, hours and hours and hours of therapy have made me realize I'm the one that's triggered. Although I might not necessarily be wrong. I'm never going to get to that guy. He's never going to stand up. So me getting upset is just useless. It's just getting me upset. So anyways, we will talk about tonight's games in sports and the rest when we come back. We are live on the Game Plus television network. Rod Black is on the way to WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Show. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code, the RP show. 
and get them all in one package. Their promo code VRP Show gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code VRP Show. You can thank me later. RP show continues. We're expecting to have Rod Black. He very rarely is not on time, but he's not with us. We're going to bring the moose back in. Uh, and I never did get to what I wanted to. Bill in Toronto writes in, Darren, on this Halloween. He says, hey, Rod, tell Moose he should have dressed up as Don Cherry. LOL. Can I handle that one? I think yes. Moose is doing just fine. <laughs> There's Thank nothing you. wrong with what you're wearing at all. Um, Rhonda in Swift Current writing in, she says, totally agree with you, Rod, on the standing for the vets. It's all about respect, respecting people. You should have called them out. Now, if I had, I would have been probably asked to leave the press box. So uh, my good friends tell me to shut my mouth quite regularly, and I actually listen to them for once in my life. I finally do. Um, so the poll question is, should neck guards be mandatory? Rick and Regina writes in. He says, hey, Rod, all kids in hockey wear neck and throat protectors growing up. They're used to wearing them. Placanets wore one as a pro. When does it become not mandatory? I'm assuming when your amateur hockey status is over, your minor hockey, when you move into junior or pro. And between 70 and 80% of our respondents are saying, yes, it should be made mandatory. We have not spent as much time on this as I would have liked. And I think this, this is, when it hits home with families and every, anybody who's played a sport, that's something you can spend some time on. I think it's literally time for this to happen. And I think if you went to the pros and said, guys, you got to wear throat protectors now, I don't even think they'd have a problem with it, do you? They went to helmets, for God's sakes. What's the difference? Yeah, <clears throat> I know. It just keeps moving. And I know uh, there'll be one side of the audience that'll say, but when does it stop? Until they're all in bubble wrap and, and uh, not playing the game anymore and no contact. But no, no, let's not go there. Um, I like the comment about they've worn this their whole way through. You know, you wear neck guards all the way through. You wear helmets all the way through. You wear half visors at the you know, junior hockey. And if you go the NCAA route, you wear neck protectors and full face masks the whole time too. I don't know if they're wearing throat protectors, but you wear the full face mask all the way through. So everything you've done to play hockey at the highest level to earn a professional career has been with a full face mask. What's the difference if you just keep wearing it the rest of your career, right? It's not like you're taking away something. You're just keeping it on. And I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I think the players would be agreeable to it. Okay, Rod is with us. So, Darren, happy Halloween. Thank you for all this. Have fun. Go trick-or-treating. Be safe, you for bet. God's sakes. And <laughs> take your parents with you. Okay. Happy Halloween. Um, Dougal Cameron writes in on the standing for the military vets uh, salutation. Dougal in Calgary, uh, Calgary says, bang effing on, Rod. That's the take of the year on Remembrance Day. And Jason in Winnipeg says, people getting play-by-play -play jobs because of the check-a-box shows the quality of some of the new play-by-play -play announcers. We need more Chris Cuthbert, Don Cherry, and Bob Cole. Thank you. Okay. I can't even imagine. Don't disappoint me, Rod Black. Please tell me you dressed up for Halloween in this RP show appearance today. Come on. No, you didn't. I oh, what, yeah. what are you dressed as? I, I should not. I should. I'm dressed as. I'm dressed as. I'm, I'm dressed as the lesser Rod. How about that? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Happy Halloween, Rod Black. There you are. I wish I was. I was going to wear my. I had a Rod Peterson mask all set, and then I. I got on the road and I, I got in traffic, so this is, uh, I'm not driving, by the way, I'm parked, but uh, what was your take on Remembrance Day? I want to hear it. Safety first. Oh, I just, yes. listen, every game at the Panthers here, they, they announce, they introduce an, a, a military vet, and a lot of the media doesn't stand, and I'd never have ever said anything, but the other day, the guy was 100 years old, and they helped him up out of his wheelchair to stand and salute the crowd, and these guys can't get off their fat ass and even look up from their laptops to applaud the guy, let alone stand for him. It just, God, it pisses me off. Well, That's what it was. Well, dude, you, you, said, you, you said it. Fat ass. <laughs> most, most of the guys, most <laughs> of our brethren and, uh, and, and the people in our business, I want to just, the men and women in our business often are so caught up in it. And I think sometimes we feel so entitled that, you know, there's no cheering in the press box. And you're, they're right. I, I don't think there should be cheering in the press box unless it's something like that. 
I love the military salutes, uh, the forces salutes, the nurses, the doctors, whoever it may be. We get caught up, Rod, so often in, in calling sports athletes heroes. No, they're, they, they do great things. Heroes are the people who keep us safe, who protect us. Heroes are people who do great things for the community. So, yes, um, I, I love that take. And, and uh, we should be saluting them every day. And I would even say up here in Canada, you know, I, I know that Remembrance Day is very important. Uh, but I wish that we did it every single day, that we remembered our veterans. We remembered uh, the people who, who are giving us the opportunity to to do the things that we love to do today. We're not here, Rod, without them. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know where along the line that message got lost, but it needs to be remembered. You know, speaking of all that, talk about <laughs> our media brethren that might be a little portly. I've known you a really long time, and I've often known you mm -hmm. to be in very good shape. I've never asked you what is mm -hmm. your training regimen or what do you do to, to keep that figure, Rod? What do you do? What's your <laughs> secret? Uh, my, my secret is drinking lots of uh, vodka. No, 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 no. I don't want to say that. Uh, my secret, <laughs> I would say, is, uh, I, I, you know what, Rod, I mean, I love sports and I love sports so much that I like to play sports. So I, I do play hockey three or four times a week. Still, I'm old though. I've got those 60 year old knees that aren't, uh, that aren't bouncing back. I've got a lot of, um, I, I, I still, you know, I, I still got, I think I'm a, a, a teenager again, playing my teams that I play with. I used to be a, a pretty good player. Now they call me a, they want me to be a stay at home forward. They want me to stay home every week. Um, so I, yeah, I try to stay in shape. It's hard though. You know, it's hard, especially hard after, COVID is, is people say, you know, hey, you know, you're in shape. Well, well round is a shape too. So th that's okay. <laughs> How about that? Uh, hockey three that? times a week. There you go. That's the answer. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Hey, you look to really have a blast calling those CEBL games this year. Were you mm. having as much fun? And hey. by the way, you, because you've been at the pinnacle with the NBA, you look just as excited doing both. Yeah. You know what? I, I think I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like you a lot. I, is that I, uh, I love doing games. I don't care where it was. I was doing some Ontario Junior Hockey League games last year, and I love doing them. I love sports events. People always ask me, you know, what's your the favorite sporting event you called? I say, well, tomorrow. And I do love them. I think the CEBL is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I, I love what they've done up in Saskatchewan with the Rattlers and in Edmonton and Calgary, Winnipeg. They've got an incredible team. I think the league. It's a perfect, um, it's a perfect window, Rod. Um, you know, still in the NBA playoffs, but you know, before the kind of before the summer league, we've got great, great players, uh, great crowds. It's a real vibe, and and I don't have to tell you, basketball is very popular um, among the younger, our, our, our younger generation. Everybody loves basketball, it seems. And so, yeah, I mean, I do. I get excited for them. I get excited about any game, man. If they got a rock, paper, scissors game going, I'm, I'm pretty, I like calling that stuff too. So, hey, I can't wait to be calling pickleball. <laughs> uh, are you playing pickleball Okay, what's yet? the story there? Are you, are you playing hey, pickleball? You can, you, I bought Serena at Christmas last year, a pickleball set and a tennis racket set. We've, we haven't opened the pickleball, but here's a conversation the other day. We're sitting around a table and the guy goes, do you know how to play pickleball? The guy goes, no. He goes, do you know how to play ping pong? He goes, yeah. Then you know how to play pickleball. <laughs> that was a Florida <laughs> conversation. Is that true? I, I, I don't know. I, I do think it's, it's crazy. I, I hate to name drop. Uh, Timo Salan, I hate name droppers, by the way. I just want to tell you that. I said that to Justin Bieber earlier today. Anyway. <laughs> how about that? Uh, there you go. Very so, good. Uh, Very good. Yeah. So Timo Solani was in Moose Jaw last year, one of your favorite places. And he was telling me about how he's playing pickleball oh, yeah. these days. And he's got, everybody's got pickleball courts. The only problem is, is the noise. Uh, but I, all of my buddies, I haven't played yet. I want to start because I like tennis and I like ping pong. But my brother plays it a lot. A lot of people are playing it. I think it's, uh, it's, it's really good for everyone, except the people apparently in the neighborhoods. They, it's very loud. I don't know if it's what it's like down in Florida, but it's very, very loud. Um, that's the first that I heard of it, but yeah, you're familiar with the Major League Pickleball. They air the games here on Game Plus. Sometimes we're preempted for Major League Pickleball, but G.D. Bouchard's playing. It's like everybody's playing. Which, do you want to broadcast it or do you want to play it? 
Maybe you yeah. could do both. I, I, well, I'd like to broadcast it too, because I'm telling you, I've seen the impressions, how many millions of people are watching. And by the way, it looks like, again, it, I, I, at first I thought it was, I, I don't know why it was called pickleball. And maybe I was thought maybe it'd be sponsored by Viagra or something like that. How about that? There it is. Um, mm, there you go. Uh, I don't know why it was called pickleball. Somebody said it was called pickleball because the guy who invented it, his dog's name was Pickles. And I think that's actually what happened. Um, some people said it looked like the ball. It doesn't look like a ball. It doesn't look like a pickle. But I, at first, when I first started no. looking at it and watching it and hearing about it, I thought, oh, this is old fart sport. But it's not. Some of these people are incredible at it. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, there, there are legs to it. I, and I think sports is evolving to the point now where we're going to have more sports like that. We're going to see more things. I, I'd certainly like to see it before we get – and nothing against the gamers, but it's a sport. It's athletics. And uh, anything that's athletic to me is, is, is worthy of broadcasting at some time. Well, if you will, I just Googled it. They say it's urban legend as to where pickleball came from. Um, yeah, and they, the dog story is certainly one of them. In 1965, in Bainbridge Island, <laughs> Washington, they're calling it the fastest growing sport in America, which I don't doubt that it is. But I, w I would love your take on this. You're an Olympics guy. You've called Olympics mm -hmm. events. Flag football. Mm -hmm. I just saw an article that was sent to me mm -hmm. the other day, a high school in L.A., mm -hmm had contested girls flag football for the first time ever and they mm -hmm. were so excited that these high school girls were able to play football which was traditionally a guy's sport and i'm like yeah pretty happy i got my foot in that door with flag football in america because it is exciting <laughs> as hell listen pickleball's cool flag football draws a crowd yeah. it's more entertaining yeah, I, to watch I, how do you feel about that to, as an olympic me, I, sport yeah i have no problem with it i have no problem but flag football by the way and i'm sorry against the flag football players Yes, it resembles football, but it will never, ever replace football. I mean, people are talking someday. There's, a, there's an element to football that there, it needs physicality. But I love flag football, and I, I play it to, with my buddies today. We're just not very good. We can never get any of the, the flags. But I would say that, yes, it's something, anything that's athletic. I, I, um, look at how many sports are in the, in the Olympics. They had ballroom dancing in the Olympics a few years ago, for goodness sake. Um, I. I it's. It, I think it's also territorial in some aspects of where they're putting it in the Olympics. Um, certain cities like Los Angeles or in the United States, yes, flag football. Paris, for instance, next year there's no baseball, and then it will be coming back in in other in other years. I think we're going to see some sports that we're going to lose uh, down the road because there might not be as much interest that go back a long, long way. Remember when the Olympics started, Rod? They had tug of war. The tug of war was actually an Olympic sport. Um, they, I, I don't think horseshoes was, but I, it was probably pretty close. But there are um, there are a number of sports. I do think that. Sorry, this thing keeps falling out. Uh, there are a number of sports that are questionable at times. But anything to me that's athletic and draws a crowd and creates interest, like flag football, which everybody can play, I think is good for the sport, good for sports, and good for Olympics. Well, the NFL, look is pushing the hell out of this and probably was the biggest reason why flag football got adopted into the Olympics was because the NFL was behind it. They want to grow their brand. Those national championships I did in Charlotte, North Carolina, the NFL was a sponsor. Rod, here's breaking news. The NFL is not stupid. Did you know that? Did you What's know this? that? Damn. No, they're not. They're not. They're, they're not. They're not stupid at all. You got a notification. I mean, and anywhere they go, and 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 not only that. I mean, I'm sure you're going to probably see flag football at Wembley Stadium. You know, I mean, they're not. I mean, there's a reason it's the number one sport, most watched, most bet, most attended in in North America. There's a reason that NFL. By the way, Rod, and maybe I'm showing my age. I remember back in this the 70s, when you know I started loving the CFL. The CFL. A lot of the players from the NFL came north because they couldn't make the money in, in, in the National Football League to play in the CFL. So, yes, um, yeah, the, the NFL has grown in leaps and bounds. It used to be probably three, maybe two at one time. Baseball was up there. Hockey's never been there. It's still kind of trying to grow. Basketball, I think, a few years ago probably got close, but there's nothing like the NFL in, in North American sport. Nothing. Nothing like it. 
Right, you've been around it all, and don't forget that baseball was for a long time the national pastime, and football is just <laughs> blown by that. How they did it, there's yeah, a book in the sure. offing somewhere. I'd like to read it. I don't know how they did it, but they're blowing the doors off everybody. Listen, you got to go. Happy Halloween. Thanks to your Buddy, family for uh, waiting Halloween. and allowing you to do this. Hey, ha yes, happy Halloween. Uh, be safe out there, everybody, tonight. Uh, but you're, I know you're not going as Travis Kelsey. I know you're going as Taylor Swift. So enjoy that tonight, buddy. Hell yes. I got to get my outfit. You got it. Thanks, Rod. The Cheers. great RB, you, Rod. Rod Black, joining us. See you, man. Front, joining us from the six. Whatever you'd like to talk about, it's all on the table the rest of the way. It's just you and me, me and the audience. You want to talk CFL stuff, riders, coach, tonight's NHL games, what's going to happen, Leafs and Kings, whatever. It's all to the top of the hour. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. All right, welcome back, everybody, as the RP show continues. And we do have breaking news. Thank you, Clark, for alerting me to it. It's all over Twitter, which, incidentally, it'll always be Twitter to me. On this NFL trade deadline day, the Arizona Cardinals are sending quarterback Josh Dobbs to the Minnesota Vikings. So after losing Kirk Cousins to a torn Achilles on the weekend, Minnesota brings in Dobbs, who started the first eight games for Arizona. Options in the quarterback room alongside rookie Jaron Hall. So this started yesterday. I... I doesn't say anything. Have you seen anywhere, Clark, what's going back the other way? Talk about the rush to get it out first. Yeah, it doesn't say what's... And I apologize to put you on the spot. All it says is the Minnesota Vikings are acquiring quarterback Josh Dobbs from the Arizona Cardinals. Yesterday, Tory Gurley was on this program saying they got to go get somebody. All they had behind Kirk Cousins is a rookie and... But not like Josh Dobbs is going to set the world on fire, but it's something. The beauty of daytime sports talk, huh? Funny what you learn. A sports update. The Toronto Maple Leafs are back home to face the Los Angeles Kings at Scotiabank Arena tonight. The Leafs are coming off a five-game road trip where they earned seven of a possible 10 points. Also tonight, the Vancouver Canucks go for their sixth win in nine starts as they host the Nashville Predators at Rogers Arena. By the way, as I said, it's just you and me to the end of the program. 19 more minutes, 902-518-3033. Whatever you'd like. What do they say on Twitter? The guys say, ah, oh, I got some time at the airport departure gate. I'll open my mentions. Or mailbag back in the day. We do a poll on Instagram at the Rod Peterson Show almost daily that says, what's your game of the night? There are only two in the NHL, and I got to say, tonight, it's the Kings and the Leafs. The uh, rematch of the 1993 Clarence Campbell Conference Final. Doesn't matter who's favored. I Bomber Boy wrote in here earlier and said, Clark, Perk up for a sec. Bomber Boy wrote in, wrote in and said, William Nylander doesn't look himself so far this season. Is he not on a torrid season opening point streak? We Willie Nylander? <laughs> He's got points in straight, 12 straight games. If you mean by he looks better than himself, then I'll agree with you. 
The visiting Texas Rangers carry a 2-1 lead into Game 4 of the World Series with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Corey Sager smacked a two-run home run in the Rangers' 3-1 win Monday night in Phoenix. Texas will send Andrew Heaney to the mound tonight against Arizona's Joe Mantiply and a battle of southpaws. I hope I'm saying that right. And, you know, I love Rhonda in Swift Current, Serena's old teammate, as it turns out, saying I'm mispronouncing the baseball players' names. Ah, it feels good and a little ironic on Halloween to say I've ripped the mask off. It reminds I'm like I all I care about is hockey and football. And while I'm perked up in interest in who's going to win this World Series, I haven't watched the pitch because there are all these other options out there. So it reminds me of climbing on the bus. 1993 as the 20-year-old voice of the Prince Albert Raiders, having just worked an eight-hour shift on the morning sports and about to drive four hours through a flipping blizzard to Regina to call a game. And having Don Clark, God rest his soul, this is not anything against Donnie the person, Wendell's older brother, Wendell Clark's brother, Don Clark, but saying, hey, what do you think about the sports world? What do you think about that game three of the World Series? Wait, what? what? Can I get some sleep here? Well, you're only 20. I've been up since four. I thought you were a sports guy. And then having to carry the conversation for the next four hours because I felt bad. No, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm not going to watch the World Series, and I don't know how to say the name Mantiply. Mask off. The Toronto Raptors have the day off after dropping their third game in a row. Toronto fell to 1-3 and three on the season with a 99-91 home loss to the previously winless Portland Trailblazers Monday night. The Rabs finish up a three-game homestand tomorrow against the Milwaukee Bucks. Fire the coach! Am I doing it right? James Harden's Bingo. getting his trade to the Clippers. The Associated Press has learned the Philadelphia 76ers are sending Harden P.J. Tucker, and Philip Petrusev to L.A. for Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nicola Batome, K.J. Martin, and multiple draft picks. The 34-year-old Harden, a former NBA MVP, vowed he would never play for the franchise run by 76ers team president Daryl Morey. Yes, I'm chuckling. Because I'm thinking about the video we all saw in the summer of James Harden, the beard, where he called out Daryl Morey. What do you call him, a liar and a phony? Hot damn! When I saw that, I was like, what if he is? What if he's right? But you can't say that. But why not? This sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters, November 17th, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Experience the story of The Hunger Games 64 years before Katniss Everdeen volunteered as tribute and decades before Coralianus Snow became the tyrannical president of Panem. Starring Rachel Ziegler and Tom Blythe. Do me a favor and tell me how it is. In theaters, November 17th, Landmark Cinemas, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That's, that's my life every day. How about that? And we're also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. We'll get to your comments and questions next in audience takeover in overtime for OT Hockey Lanes in Calgary. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. degree multi-platform imagine your business seen and heard across canada on game plus tv and around the world on the rod peterson digital network 
you will use one of the most overused expressions in sports. You gotta be kidding me. Get your business involved. Contact the Rod Peterson Show today. Overtime's brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. See what we did there? 28th Street Northeast, just a slap shot away from the old crossroads flea market. It is where skill and fun collide, an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts, overtime hockey lanes. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but it seems like they're busy every day because Randy's sending me photos from all the teams that gather around the Rod Peterson Show logo on the wall at overtime hockey lanes. I, to be honest... Kevin, the medium's watching right now, our sales coordinator. A year ago, if you told me that our name and logo would be on a hockey lane wall in Calgary, it would have blown my mind. I wouldn't have believed it. We're just so honored to be partnered with them. Overtime hockey lanes in Calgary. Go check them out and tell me how it is. We got some interesting comments coming in. Clark told me in my ear just as we were coming out of break that we've got eight minutes. I'm like, that won't be hard. Nope. And I can make it entertaining, too. We talked about growing in this business of sports media right now. It's hard to do, but we are. And Rhonda in Swift Current is a new viewer, and she's a friend of Serena's. And if that's the case, she's clearly uh, cheeky. And if she's a friend of Serena's, she's going to be. And she writes in and says, it's okay if you don't like baseball. It's kind of a smart person's sport. LOL. You got something for that, Clark? Um, here's the thing. I didn't say I didn't like it. You're not listening. <laughs> I said I'd rather watch the Florida Panthers and Boston Bruins 20 years, 30 years ago. It wasn't an option to watch my favorite team in, in the NHL play every game, so I would have had to watch the World Series. And I would have liked it. Never said I don't like baseball. But I'm going to watch the Florida Panthers that were playing at the same time. And if it wasn't for the Panthers playing, I'd have been watching Monday Night Football. It's a very competitive time of year. But I'm not anti-baseball. And I'm not anti-Leafs. Bomber boy, this is interesting. He writes in, he goes, wasn't talking about Nylander. I guess I wasn't listening. I just caught myself. I just stepped in my own pile. Uh, he said Mitch Marner doesn't look himself. Not Nylander. Do you agree with that, Clark? I think he looks totally like himself. Not doing much. I think he looks totally like himself. Um, And by the way, you're a Bomber fan living in Calgary, so stop talking about the Leafs. Worry about your own team. And now having said all that, Mike in Calgary writes in, he says, Roddy, as a die, this is on Twitter. You can also write us on Twitter. There's a variety of ways to get a hold of us. That's both a good thing and a bad thing. Mike says, Roddy, as a diehard Flames fan, my issue is with the work ethic. When your top two players totaling 17.5 mil don't come to play, then that's a concern. That's a care factor. That's two leaders that are damaging the culture. As a fan, all I want is effort. That's it. That's all. Uh, you're kind of wandering into chicken and egg territory there because you're talking about Jonathan Huberdeau and Nazem Kadri, who were pretty damn good in their last stops, Florida and Colorado. Putting that out there. You're going to tell, tell me Huberdeau and Kadri dis, are destroying Flames culture? But I don't want to argue we are all about inclusivity here and diversity, and you do you. I just think that the Flames problem uh, goes far deeper than those two guys. But that's just me. And I do want to, for the Ryder fans that are watching, spend a minute on this. Like, the playoffs are this weekend, and I follow things pretty closely. I don't see anybody talking about the games. And that's fine. I mean, I dropped a little nugget today about Cody Fajardo and waiting for everybody to admit they were wrong about him. Sparked quite a debate. I didn't see any other debates on social media today about the CFL. And with the nine teams in the Canadian Football League, there will only be one hiring a coach this offseason, and it's Saskatchewan. And frankly, I guess if Henry Burris is already feeling the need to sell himself, 
as to why he should be the next coach of Saskatchewan than I would almost say to Hank, don't bother. And we're about the same age. Uh, we've been friends a long time. But people are saying, I saw Henry's quote that he said, so I spent 17 years playing. What if I'd spent 17 years coaching? What's the difference? And I totally get what Henry's, he was building a Hall of Fame career, winning great cups on the field. It's not his fault. He wasn't building his coaching resume. That's what the coaches were doing that couldn't play. But again, it's Henry's, manu, not manufactured, he's had a chip on his shoulder for his entire career since I've known him since 2000. He's not giving up. But again, if he needs to already, before he's even probably interviewed for the job, sell himself as to why he should get the job, it's not worth it if you're Henry. And he's like a lot of guys that have come out of their careers. That's why if people say, Rod, why have you had so much success in the recovery business with athletes? It's because I get it. You come out of doing something for a very long time, a generation, you feel kind of lost. You don't know what to do. Henry was that. If you noticed, he was running football clinics in Ottawa. He was on the TSN panel. None of that scratched the itch for him. He wants to coach. He wants to stay in the game. So now you're going to come around and say he can't coach because he was playing for too long? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And by the way, we talked about it, a football guy on the weekend, a guy here in the States, and he goes, well, Henry better have a very veteran staff around him. I'm sure he probably will. It's that whole thing about life when you set what you want to do. Henry wants to coach. He'll figure it all out. Uh, it's like punching in the address on the GPS. Just punch in the address, let the GPS figure out how you're going to get there. That's what I, that's what I did. I want to be in Florida. I want to change my life. This is what I want to do. The rest of the world, figure it out. That's what happened. Um, Henry's being penalized for having a Hall of Fame career because he wasn't coaching. Now, it, it's somewhat in, unconventional. You don't see a lot of Hall of Fame guys go on to coach. Montana didn't. Uh, Michael Irvin hasn't. Tom Brady's not coaching. Henry wants to. That should say something about Hank. Last minute of play in hour one. You, you notice we're pushing the football to later in the week because that's what we do. Nobody's talking about it but Ryder fans and football people. That's it. Everybody else is excited about the NHL games and the NFL and Halloween costumes and neck guards, which, by the way, does need to be talked about. But they're not talking about who's going to coach the Riders. So I, I wanted to spend some time on it today. Because it's important to me, but I'll tell you what, guy texted me Saturday night about it, and I was coming back from the Kraken game, waited till I got home. I said, buddy, I'm not spending my Saturday night anymore thinking about who's going to coach the Riders. That, uh, it's not my life anymore. He seemed a little upset about it, but he finally got it. I'll talk about it a bit, but I won't talk about it every day. <laughs> uh, great job today, Rod Black and Colin Patterson. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.